Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron. My co-host today is a holistic lifestyle coach, essential oil educator, yoga instructor, and the host of Spiritual Shit You Need to Know podcast. Please give a warm, a sarcastic welcome to Regis Cohen. Hi. Thanks for having me on your show, Kathy. Thanks for being (laughs) on. I'm like excited to talk about this topic and get to know more about you and your podcast and what's going on in your brain with this whole uh, law of attraction. Mm -hmm. But before we get into today's juicy topic, I wanted to uh, ask you about your podcast. Tell me a little bit about it and how it came about. So I get this question all the time. It's so funny because it just kind of dropped out the sky somewhat. Um, So at the time when I had just started, you know, the entrepreneur journey and trying to figure out what it is I want to bring to the world and what my purpose is, what I stand for, my message is, I had what I called a millennial life crisis. So about 10 years ago when I was 25, quarter life crisis, they call it, I call it millennial life crisis (laughs) because the millennials are going through it. And so, you know, trying to figure out like, what do I want to do with my life? And I'm not happy at work and I've got relationships failing and, you know, all these things happening at one time. So I started diving into, quote unquote, spiritual shit or spiritual stuff. Um, So I started reading about like psychics and law of attraction and crystals and tarot and all those things and started learning about that. And I started that journey about 10 years ago. So about three years ago, when I started my business journey, I kept thinking, well, what do I need to do to reach out to more, you know, young people or millennials or people who are trying to find their spiritual purpose? And one of my friends uh, came to me one day and she was asking me about, you know, all the stuff I was into. And she's like, you're into all that spiritual shit, aren't you? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what you can call it. She just summed it up as spiritual shit. And so at the time, my podcast was just called the Holistic Sojourner Podcast because that was my brand. But it didn't really resonate with what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just thinking one day, well, what could I call it? And then it just came to me. I'm like, oh, all the spiritual shit you talk about. This is stuff that people need to know. So came up with the name spiritual shit you need to know. It's perfect. It definitely caught my attention. (laughs) It's like, I need to talk to her about stuff. Yeah, all the spiritual shit. So (laughs) you're into all that spiritual shit, aren't you? Yeah, I am. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how that came about. Well, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I'm definitely glad that you're here. And I'm glad that you created that podcast because I think there's a lot of I think it's the title in itself presents it in a way that it's not pretentious or, yeah, you know, this is what you need to know yeah. to live. It's more like this is spiritual shit. You can take it or leave it and right. and learn what you need to and move on. Exactly. So one of the spiritual shit that people need to know or maybe already mm-hmm. know about is the law of attraction. And yes. it's been around for probably since the dinosaurs. They just didn't know it. And Mm -hmm. it became popular with like the movies, The Secret and What the Bleep Do We Know? And quantum physics is usually talked about, which is a little heady for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Yeah, (laughs) I tried to read about that stuff and I'm like, "Uh, I need to bring it down to my level. That's too much (laughs) going on. Exactly. And even in the movies, when the neuroscientists tried to explain it, it was just a little bit much. Yeah. So, you know, the Jack Canfield, Wayne Dyer, and Dr. Joe Dispenza, he was on the What the Bleep, and maybe even in The Secret, 
Um, but uh-huh. he's a neuroscientist, and just a lot of stuff that they were saying made sense to me. But it's always in the application of what they say that people right. seem to get tripped up on. Um, what is your definition of law of attraction? So I like to break it down, I like to say in layman's terms, because the secret is very, um, it's kind of over the top to, you know, when you watch it, like some people try to watch it and can't get through it. Or, you know, they say this is a bunch of bullshit, like, (laughs) what the hell are these people talking about? Like, just Mm -hmm. be positive, you know. And so I like to apply it into like realistic everyday, you know, terms. So ultimately, I like to think of it as changing the way you think about things and realizing that your thoughts attract things to your life. So if there's something that you want to attract to your life or manifest in your life, you're going to have to start changing your thinking around that. And ultimately, it's things that we say to ourselves all the time that we don't realize, like, I hate my job or I can't make enough money or I never have enough. You know, you may notice yourself saying those things or you may say it out loud and you don't realize that that's attracting more of what you don't want because that's what you're saying. Um, So I like to break it down like that. And then when you want to manifest something or attract something, you know, it's not just saying a bunch of affirmations or just changing your thought process. I mean, you actually have to take action. I think people think that, you know, this million dollar home or whatever is just going to drop out the damn sky (laughs) and fall in your lap, you know, because that's how the movie makes it seem. The movie makes it seem like, oh, I just wrote these affirmations and, you know, I just put this on my vision board and it just came to me out of nowhere, (laughs) you know, and they don't really break down like, no, you have to take some damn action in order for this shit to happen. (laughs) It's not just going to drop out the sky. Right. Um, So that's the part I feel like is left out with a lot of, um, a lot of people say about the law of attraction, you know, a lot of books and even the movie. I feel like that's the part that they leave out. Like they don't bring the reality aspect to it. You know, the day to day, like changing your thoughts is is just the first step. But you also have to take what we call inspired action. Like you can't just be running around doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like it has to be tailored to what it is you want to create or what you want to manifest. Um, so changing your thoughts and taking inspired action is like the golden rule for law of attraction. So can you give an example of what inspired action is? Um, Yes. So the reason I say inspired action, because it's more so of like what we call an intuitive hit or an intuitive download. So, you know, for instance, let's say you do want to buy a certain car. So obviously the car is just not going to come out of nowhere. There are steps and things that you have to do to get that car. You know, you don't want to go rob a bank so that you can get the money. But, (laughs) you know, obviously that wouldn't be good because you have consequences for that. Um, But, you know, just kind of listen to your intuition. One of the biggest things I tell people to do is kind of sit with yourself and journal, you know, map out what you think is the next step. Like, what can you do now that'll put you closer to that, to that new car? Mm -hmm. So, like, number one, is your credit fucked up? Do you need to fix that? What can you do? Can you start paying off bills? Can you, you know, start saving money? What are things that you can do now to get to that goal? And then over time, that goal will eventually happen or you'll reach that goal. But you've got to take some action. Like you've got to show the universe like this is what I want. I'm willing to work for it. Tell me what the next step is and I'll follow through. So you've got to have some follow through and you've got to, you know, take some action. And then one of the fun parts that we always talk about, like with especially with cars is, you know, And it's in the secret is go test drive your dream car, like feel, you know, get into it, see what it feels like. What does it drive like? How do you feel when you're driving it? Um, You know, and keep that in your mindset as you're taking those steps to get to what it is you want. 
So you kind of act like it's already happened, in other words. Exactly. Yeah. So you want to act out of abundance. So like you said, as if you already have the car, you know, doing things that you enjoy that would get you out more so that you could have the opportunity. So those are things that you, you know, have to think about when you want to attract or manifest something in your life. Well, thoughts are definitely things. And it seems like the vibration of what you're thinking. And you have to be specific because the universe is going to say yes Yes. to whatever you put out there or think. Mm -hmm. So if you're not specific, it may come in like something you weren't looking for or that you didn't think it would look like. And so a lot of times... And and sometimes that's the case. It's like you want a certain thing to happen or a certain thing to come into your life. And, you know, the universe is also looking out for you as well. Because right. even though this is this might be something that you want, it may not be something that is good for you or that exactly. you need. And so right. the universe kind of tries to still give you what you want and need, but maybe with a little twist that you don't expect. Yes. And if you don't get, you know, exactly what you want, um, I always like to say, you know, the more you get things that you don't want, that helps you refine what you do want. Mm -hmm. So, again, if you did ask for something, you asked for a new car, but you weren't specific about the car. Well, universe delivered you a car. You know, it might be a piece of shit. It might be a lemon, but but you asked for a car and it works. Here you go. Right. And so then, you know, that should spark something in you. Like, okay, well, shit, I didn't, I wasn't specific. I said I wanted a car and here it is. So, you know, that will kind of help you to see when you start to manifest things like, okay, this shit really does work, but I need to be a little bit more specific and a little bit more intentional, you know, in what it is I want to create. Mm -hmm. So would you mind kind of going through a little step-by-step process that you've gone through for something that you wanted to bring into your life, whether it's materialistic or otherwise? Yeah, so I like to use the example of me getting into x-ray before I figured out, you know, what was the next career move I wanted to make. Um, and so I started with, there was I always knew I wanted to do something helping people or being in healthcare, but I wasn't sure, you know, exactly what that was. And so, of course, I did my own research, um, you know, Googling different careers and different um positions in healthcare to kind of figure out like, okay, is this something I would like to do? You know, and I kind of made a list of it. And I started to ask other people who I knew were in those fields about it so that I could kind of experience it and see what it was. Mm -hmm. So that was me taking the initiative. um, And then at the same time, asking the universe, okay, you know, what's best for me. This is what I'm looking for. Is there a career or a job that would match what I'm looking for? But at the same time, as you, as I said, I'm doing my own research and finding things. And so and then just kind of being intuitive to when that download comes to you, you know, when something pops up or an opportunity, then take that opportunity to see, is this the next step? Is this what I need to do? So, for instance, I have several people in my family who work in the healthcare field. I have a surgical tech, um, a nurse, and I have an aunt who's a radiology tech. And so I thought about all those fields. And so my aunt, who's the radiology tech, said, well, why don't you go into radiology? And in my mind, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I mean, I might like x-ray. So she's like, well, why don't you come to the hospital with me one day and just kind of shadow and see? So that's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I could have said, no, I don't think I want to do this. I'm not even going to try it. 
but keeping an open mind, I said, okay, well, I'll go and see, you know, you never know. I may like it. I may not. So keeping an open mind. And so going through that experience, I was like, okay, I think this is something I can do. And is this meant for me? So I'm going to apply to this program. I found the program. They tell me, oh, the program has a waiting list. You know, they usually take only a certain amount of people. So I'm like, okay, oh, shit, I don't know if this is for me or not. If I don't get in, then I know this isn't the route that I need to go. But here's an opportunity. So let's just try and see what happens. So I go through the interview process and, you know, get on the list and end up, you know, getting a call back saying you've been accepted into the program. So in my mind, the whole time, I still kept an open mind. Um, You know, I had a job elsewhere, but I was taking that inspired action. Like something told me, here's another opportunity. This door's opening, go this way. Now this door's opening, go that way. Don't worry about all the obstacles and all the other stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. People are in your head going, are you going to get in the program? Do you know? You know, they're only taking a certain amount of people. Just keep taking your steps and taking your path toward what it is you want. Um, And so even when I got a job after I graduated, And this is crazy. I said I knew exactly what city I wanted to work in, which is Alpharetta, Georgia. I knew I wanted to work in a doctor's office, didn't want to work in the hospital. Mm -hmm. I had written all this out. I knew I wanted to have a nine to five and have weekends off, wanted to have PTO, wanted to have health benefits. And I wanted to work for Northside Hospital. Like I knew all of that. Mm -hmm. So I had a couple job opportunities come to me. People reach out, uh, went on a couple interviews, you know, and I started getting to that point of, well, it's been about three months and I don't have a job yet. I don't have any income. Maybe I should just take the bullshit job, even though I want this. Mm-hmm. But instead, something told me, no, just, you know, just let it go. Mm-hmm. And they ended up picking somebody else. So I got an email um, from one of my program directors that said there's an opening in Alpharetta, Georgia at this doctor's office. And the moment I saw that email, I knew this is my job. This is where I'm supposed to be. I didn't know how the interview was going to go. I didn't know, you know, there were other candidates. I didn't care about that because in that moment I knew this is my job. This is where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Everything that I wanted got delivered to me. So that's like my example of like, how did I manifest this job? You know, it didn't happen overnight. I had to go to school. I had to do all my clinicals. You know, it was a two year process before, mm-hmm. you know, I got to that point. And there were challenges along the way. There were times when I thought, well, maybe I should just quit and say, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, so there, there were a lot of challenges, but I kept myself focused. I have, my mom is my life coach. And so I always had her (laughs) in my ear saying, why do you, why did you want to do this? Why did you go into this in the first place? You know, so remembering your why is really important, um, when you want to create something or manifest a goal. So, you know, I was super excited. I was like, oh shit, this works. Like I'm getting everything (laughs) I asked for. That's pretty awesome. And to be able to overcome those challenges and it's mostly in my opinion like the self-doubt that you experienced through Mm -hmm. the process that if it's really something that you want that you'll work through that and I think looking for signs and keeping an eye out for signs like you did is a huge part of it as well and yeah what feels good within your body too helps with that process So that's pretty exciting. Exactly. And it's when you can see it in your own life, it's very exciting. And it's kind of yeah. motivating to keep doing that process. It is. And you really have to be committed to your goal, you know, or what it is you want to create. You really have to be committed to it because there are going to be naysayers. There are going to be people who say, like, 
oh, you should just quit or why are you doing this to yourself? You're not getting anywhere, you know, because they don't have the vision. Um, they don't see what you see. And so you sometimes you just have to put those blinders on, mm-hmm. um, you know, and kick out all the naysayers and the bullshit and just, you know, stay on your path. Right. And definitely, I think for me, as far as a goal or something that I've wanted, I choose the people that I share that information with. Oh, yeah. Because if you tell everybody, then mm-hmm. it kind of waters it down, you know, it doesn't have yeah. that much power behind it. So I think choosing the right people in your life that are supportive and are open to hearing you talk about what you want to do is very important. Mm -hmm. And I think that it also helps with the vibration and bringing that vibration up to to get you to to have that come into your life. Yes, yes. Yeah, you want to keep people around you who are going to be supportive. And like you said, keep your vibration high. So definitely, yeah. Yeah. So in your coaching, in your lifestyle coaching, do you bring in the law of attraction for your clients? And if so, how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like to start with, you know, writing out what are your goals or what are your desires or what is it you want to create and what's your why behind that? Like, what? how is this going to make you feel and why do you want it? That's the biggest thing is putting that emotion you know, into it. If you don't have the emotion behind it, it's not going to manifest. Like there has to be the excitement and the emotion when you talk about this thing, you know, how do you feel when you have it or whatever it is, experience. Um, You have to have that emotion behind it. So I like to start with really getting clear on what your desires are and what your intentions are. And then what steps can you take to create that? Um, so those are some things that we kind of go through because a lot of people, like I said, have heard about the law of attraction, but they have no clue, you know, how it really works or that it's going to take work. And so we do go through like some affirmations, you know, and the thing with affirmations is it has to be something that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. Like if you say, I'm going to be a millionaire tomorrow, like your brain's going to go bullshit. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like that's not, you know, realistic in your mind, even though it sounds good, but right. does it feel real? It doesn't, you know? So you have to come up with something that sounds and feels real to you that you can pretty much say in your mind or say out loud all the time to help you stay on track with this goal and what you want to attract and what you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go through a lot of that in my coaching. So do you do any like vision boards or anything like one of Jack Canfield's thing is like write yourself a check for the amount of money you want to make for, you know, the year? Mm-hmm. Do you do that sort yeah. of like tactile? Um, I encourage people to do it. You know, I think everybody has their own style. Um, I have done vision boards in the past. I had a vision board party actually where, you know, we got all of our magazines and cut everything mm-hmm. out and um, laid everything out for what we wanted. Um, I've done that for myself as well as tell clients to do it. But I really think it's what resonates with you. I know for me lately, I haven't done the vision board thing, quote unquote, say I have a journal. Mm-hmm. And so that's like my manifestation journal. I like to write everything out or I'll make a list of things and I tell them that to do that too. And then you can go back later and look at it or make a list and post it up on your wall, you know, or on your mirror, something you can see every day. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, pictures are really good for that. So I do encourage people to do vision boards. 
So yeah, we, we do a lot of that too as well. I think it's what works best for you and your lifestyle. Like some people don't want to have a huge board on the wall, you know, that everybody can see, especially if they have a lot of people in their home, because then it's going to take away from their vibration. Like, what is that on the wall? Why do you have all this stuff up here? I mean, it's like, get your nosy ass out of my room. Don't worry about what, (laughs) you know? And so if you're a more private person, then writing a list may be more beneficial for you or writing in a journal or if you have a day planner, you know, right. put it somewhere where you can see it and and you're not distracted, you know, by other people and things. So right. it exactly. definitely. Yeah, definitely put like a, a shield over it or, you know, a shadow box yeah. so people can't touch it. <laughs> I know. Leave my shit alone. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a massage therapist many moons ago. And I used oh. uh, essential oils in my practice. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, the ones that I used most were like lavender and orange and peppermint, mm-hmm. you know, the top probably three that people use. Tell me more about essential oils. And do you use them in practicing the law of attraction? Is that something that can be used in addition? Yeah. I mean, is that how was that done exactly? I love essential oils just for the aromatherapy aspect. Um, I do feel like they can raise your vibration. You know, me working in healthcare, I promote essential oils at work all the time. And more so, I like to promote it. It's good for the health and wellness benefits, but I like to promote it for the emotional benefits. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a depressed state or anxious or, you know, feeling like you have low energy, I feel like there's an essential oil for everything, you know, for every... Um, emotional aspect to just kind of lift your mindset. And um, as far as law of attraction, that's funny that you asked me that because one of my roommates asked me, you know, she was like, I need to manifest more money or I need to, you know, create something she wanted to create in her life. She was like, is there an essential oil for that? And I was like, there is actually, it's wild (laughs) orange. Orange is the oil of abundance. Um, So I like to, you know, tell my clients that they can use essential oils for that, for raising their vibration, um, for attracting things you want to attract into your life. Orange is, you know, a really good oil for that. But just to um, like decompress, take time to visualize and meditate and then pick out what essential oil resonates for you with what it is you want to create and what you want to visualize. So I usually start with wild orange Mm -hmm. because that's one of my favorites and it's the oil of abundance um to sit with it and just kind of take it in raise your vibration visualize what it is you want to create and what you want to attract into your life um so that's one of my favorites i like to use for that and then i feel like peppermint's like the go-to for everything you know if you have a foggy brain or you can't think straight or you know even if you're having trouble breathing peppermint's awesome for that okay that's one of my favorites so yeah we do use essential oils with that. Um, we go into like chakra work, mm-hmm. you know, aligning your chakras, you know, what, what area of your life are you struggling with and what chakra does that relate to? And then there's an essential oil that relates to that chakra. So we do a lot of that stuff too. Oh, wow. So it's all kind of inter interlaced. Yeah. It's all connected. So I like to take a holistic approach to it. So, right. you know, there are all types of different tools and things that you can use to assist you. So I like to show people that. So what else do you do with your life coaching as far as when a client comes to you and it's like, my life's a mess and, you know, I've tried the law of attraction, I've tried essential oils, you know, do you Mm kind of do like a reset? How do you kind of get them back still using the same tools that they've used and haven't really been successful with? 
to kind of, you know, get them energized about it again. I like to go back to creating that vision and what is your why. And then one of the biggest things I think people don't realize, and I'm this way too, is sometimes doing it on your own just doesn't work. Like it's hard to stay motivated. You Sometimes you have to have a coach or someone in your corner. You have mm-hmm. to have an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. So whether it is a coach or your mom or a friend, um, you have to have that accountability. And I think that's why a lot of people, quote unquote, fail doing it themselves um, because it's hard to kind of see, you know, when you're in it. So if you're having problems or, you know, you're going in circles and you keep repeating the same patterns, it's best that you have someone on the outside looking in that can kind of lay things out for you. Um, so that was that's the first step, I think, is I try to get people to see, like, why would you have a coach? Why is that so important? And that's one of the main reasons why. But going back to figuring out what your purpose is what you want to create and why you want to create that. I think that's really like the foundation that is the reset. Like you need to focus on what the why is because, you know, life happens. We have jobs, kids, families, and we really forget like what we're striving for. Why are we doing this? Why am I even going to this damn job? I mean, do I like it or is it just paying the bills or why did I get into it in the first place? You know? And so kind of taking a step back to see how you got to where you are now and then what you want to change and how we can change that. So whether it's, you know, your health or relationship, your job, if you need more money, you know, figuring out what the root is and why you want that. So and sometimes I go back into like, you know, what are some of your fears? We talk a lot about mindset blocks. Um, and then one of my favorite exercises is the inner child exercise. Mm. Cause I think a lot of people get lost in adulthood and we forget like, what are the things that I was excited about as a, as a kid? You know, if I had all the money in the world or had all the time, what would I spend my hours and my days doing, you know? And so getting back to the core of who you are, I think is like the first step. So that's, that's the major reset that has to happen. And people don't really do that. Yeah, and the inner child exercise I would think would be pretty intense for people to um, yeah, go back and delve into because, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in our childhood. Yeah, a lot of shit comes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So what else would people need to know about the law of attraction to start practicing? Like what is the very first step? You know, is it the why that's the first step or is it the – Writing down? I would say the writing down or the listing, like listing out what it is you want, because I think that's the easiest part. I mean, anybody can say, like, I want a new car or I want a new Maserati or, you know, a a million dollar home. Like, start with that first. Um, Make that list. Figure out what it is you want. And then the second step is to figure out why you want this. Okay. Like, does it make sense? Find out, does this make sense to why I want it? And if you can't come up with a reason of why you want it, then you really don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there has to be that why behind it, because that's what's going to push you forward to actually continue to take steps to create that goal. And yeah, and it's not just going to drop out the sky. And then thirdly, once you figure out the why and you put the emotion into it, um, then to just be mindful to take that inspired action to watch for the signs, be mindful, pay attention, you know, tune into your intuition Mm -hmm. and 
to stay focused. So whether you make that vision board or you make a list, post it up somewhere to constantly remind you. But those, I think, are the first three steps that you need to do. And then the inspired action also goes back to mindset. Like you have to stay focused on that goal. Um, You have to rewire your thoughts to know that you can create this. Now, it may not happen overnight. And I think that's what some people need to learn to let go. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes some things take time. You know, I think one of them said in the secret, like, you know, divine timing. It's Mm -hmm. divine timing. Like the universe is conspiring to work things out for you. And so if you want a million dollar home, like there's a lot of shit that needs to happen behind the scenes in order to make this happen. So you just have to stay focused on the goal and know that things are working out for you. Right. I mean, you have to do your part and the universe will do its part. And I think that the signs are definitely something that people don't pay attention to. And it's like right in front of their face. And I remember I was Mm -hmm. looking to get a new car and I really liked this particular model. And then I started seeing it all over the place, like on the freeway and in my neighborhood. And so, and I have it right now. So it's, it's interesting how it all kind of ties together and I think mm-hmm. that we're all so like into the instant gratification. That's kind of what society oh, is yeah. now. And so we're impatient is. and not doing the work that them. needs to get done. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm guilty as well. It's like, no, like, I've wanted this for 10 this years. Stuff. And although I haven't done the work for it, it's been on my thoughts for 10 years, but I want it <laughs> <Right>. today. <laughs> I want it now. Yeah. Why do I have to do the work? Exactly. Yeah, we're not exempt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Do the work too. But it's exciting when something happens. And I like to tell people start with something small. I started, you know, my favorite thing to do was like when I pull up at the grocery store, I want the park that's up front. Mm -hmm. I don't want the one that's way in the back. So yeah, I started (laughs) that and I saw that on the secret. And I was like, you know, I'm going to start doing that. So before I, you know, I pull up into the driveway or on the street where the grocery store is. And I just start thinking, I'm going to get a park up front. I'm going to get a park up front. You know, and if someone else is in the car with me, they're like, oh, it's busy today. You might want to go to the back. I'm like, no, I'm getting the park up front, (laughs) you know, but I'm very stern and I feel it. And I know that, no, I want the park up front. I'm going to get it. And sure enough, we pull up and I go, see, we're parking right up front. (laughs) Like, how did you do that? (laughs) Like, because I refuse to settle for less. That's why. It's little things, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Or if you ask for money. And you see a quarter on the street, you have money, <laughs> you know? Right. So it's proving to yourself, I think, first is it is more convincing. Like, I have to prove it to myself that I can do this or that this is real and that it happens. So mm-hmm. if you need to start with something small, something that's more realistic, um, I think that helps people shift their mindset to really know that the law of attraction works. Right. Having that practice mm-hmm. so you can get the bigger things. Yeah. Yes. And it's a muscle you have to work, definitely. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you want people to know about the law of attraction? I think that's the gist of it. Um, I am taking one-on-one clients now. I just started back taking one-on-one clients. Oh, great. In October. So I have a 90-day program. Um, I usually gear my practice toward women because that's usually what comes to me. A lot of women who want to you know, step back into their purpose, um, you know, they may feel like they're not happy in their life or things just aren't going the way they thought it was and how can they get back on track. 
And so I started this 90-day program. It's called Destiny because we are the masters of our own destiny. We create our own destiny. Mm -hmm. And so it's a 90-day program. It starts in October. So it'll be October through December so that you can start 2021 off right. You know, a lot of people think that because 2020 has been such a shitty year that, you know, I can't create anything or I can't manifest anything. And that's just not true. Like Mm -hmm. whatever's going on out in the world, that's the world's business. You worry about your business and what you want to create and know that those things can happen for you. So, yeah, I am taking one-on-one clients right now. Awesome. And amen to that. You can still create and manifest things in your life, no matter how chaotic it is externally. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have to believe that. So if anyone is interested in that, you can go to my website, which is theholisticsojourner.com. Also on Instagram, if you find me at theholisticsojourner, just click on the link. And I have in there how you can work with me one-on-one as well. Awesome. And they can also find you at Spiritual Shit You Need to Know podcast. Yes. Consider my podcast is like my open coaching for everybody. So right. spiritual life tips, spiritual shit, whatever you need to know. <laughs> there's, there's something Regis for is the one to go to. Yes. And you're on Pandora, right? I am. I just recently got on there. And um, again, that was something that I wanted to manifest. Mm -hmm. I think I put in my application to be approved like eight months ago. I hear it's hard to get in there. Yeah. And but there's other people who apply and get right on. I'm like, what the hell? I put my application (laughs) eight months ago. I even emailed them and someone emailed me back and said, oh, it's still pending and hopefully we'll get back to you soon. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. Eight, nine months later, I'm like, oh, finally, it's approved. (laughs) Well, that's exciting. That's exciting. Crazy. Awesome. So if you want to learn more about Law of Attraction and work with Regis, you can check her out at theholisticsojourner.com and on social media and on her podcast, Spiritual Shit You Need to Know. And yeah, that program sounds awesome. So get in touch with her ASAP and make it happen. Make it happen. 2020, we still got three months left. (laughs) That's right. Make some shit happen, I promise. That's right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Regis. I really appreciate it. Thanks for reaching out to me. I'm so excited. And I love your podcast, Women Who Sarcast. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) I am the sarcastic one in my family, sometimes to a fault, not in a good way. They go, do you just have to be so damn sarcastic all the time? Like, can't you just shut your mouth? Like, no, it needs to be said. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that for sure. Kindred spirit. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. We welcome and encourage your snarky comments. Contact us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhosarcast. Support us on Patreon and become part of our sarcastic community. Visit www.patreon.com backslash womenwhosarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasciani.